for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Los Angeles. Great to be back at the Improv. It's good to see all of you. You are the diehards. 10, 15 on a Thursday. <laughs> Welcome to the Late Show. It's bad bitch o'clock. I'm feeling fussy. My Balenciaga. We've got a great show for you. We have a super chill GOP legislator who will just probably, you know, chill out. Erin Ryan is here, and would you believe she's uh, been enraged by recent events? Jason Concepcion is also here, and he's ready to fight Wanda Maximoff. And we've got some takes, and they're hot off the presses with Aaron Jason and Atsuko Okatsuka. But first, let's get into it. What a week. The Biden White House issued a warning that the United States might face up to 100 million cases of COVID-19 this coming fall and winter. So thanks for the heads up, I guess. <laughs> Maybe now we should just do what the Bush administration did after 9-11. Just give us a completely useless national color coding chart. It's green in the spring, it's orange in the fall, it's a red winter. The administration went on to advise Americans to get their fucking and sucking done this summer. It's <laughs> a cool. It's cool. <laughs> Dr. Jill Biden paid a surprise in-person visit to Ukraine Sunday, visiting with the country's first lady. Said first lady uh, Zelenska, "Oh, thank God, a doctor." <laughs> we didn't know how it would go. <laughs> As a result of sanctions, Russia has resorted to putting computer chips from household appliances, like refrigerators and dishwashers, into their tanks. All right, you think that that's not going to work for them, but these tanks can shoot three different kinds of ice. The FDA has approved the use of latex oral sex protection underwear intended to trap fluids and prevent the spread of STIs. I'll trust them when I see Dr. Fauci using one on television. That's my standard. According to a report in Rolling Stone, President Donald Trump repeatedly asked his advisors if China might have a hurricane gun to send bad weather to the United States, and if so... Would the U.S. be able to respond militarily? I think it is time we acknowledge that Donald Trump may be a little boy who bigged himself. <laughs> it's time we face it. That's the real cue. He's a little boy who got bigged, and then he scared his mom, and he became president. We don't talk enough about the story of Big from the perspective of his mom. It's not a comedy. It's not a comedy at all. It's barely acknowledged in that film. I mean, just you think about it. 
And it's like people would start to put the puzzle pieces together, like, wait a second. This child disappeared. This strange man showed up in the home around the time of the disappearance. He then goes on to work at a children's toy company, lives in a kind of playground with a trampoline. Jail. Jail for big. (laughs) I don't know what his character's name is. Also not acknowledged how weird it is that there's kissing in that movie. I also like to think that at the end of the film, Big, I know she glances down, and then when she glances up, he's a little boy. But I always like to imagine she is the only person who sees the full transition, and in that moment, she sees a grown man shrink into a little boy in a kind of unholy reverse aging, and then she just kind of smiles. Oh, he's a little boy again. We did it. You fucked that kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we got to face it. we got to face what happened. <laughs> a federal grand jury <laughs> has opened an investigation as to whether or not classified documents from the Trump White House that ended up in Mar-a-Lago were mishandled. It would be cool if Trump's ultimate downfall was not flushing enough stuff down the toilet. <laughs> a Trump-endorsed candidate facing... Oh, I'm skipping this joke. We're not in the mood. I'll just, I'm going to describe the joke, but not do it, all right? So Trump endorsed a candidate in Nebraska. That candidate was accused of just groping women serially in photos, Republicans just kind of going for it. The uh, governor endorsed somebody else. This person lost, okay? And so then the punchline was going to be, neither he nor Trump had the magic touch. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. As expected, the Women's Health Protection Act failed in the Senate with 49 votes on Wednesday after Joe Manchin said he wanted to codify Roe versus Wade into law, but sadly wouldn't support this act because it said it went too far. Manchin said he would like to split the vote into two halves, one bill with the abortion rights and a narrow bill to help the coal industry. We'll have to pass the second bill first, but then he's good for it. Uh, Republican Senator John Cornyn and Democratic Senator Chris Coons of Delaware introduced a bill to expand security for Supreme Court justices. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) After uh, pro-choice protesters marched peacefully outside several justices' homes following the leaked Alito opinion, the Senate quickly passed the bill by unanimous consent. If you're keeping score, the Senate unanimously believes lawns deserve more federal protection than wombs. What What are you booing, the situation? I hope so. The editorial board of the Washington Post weighed in with his own civility panic, writing, to picket a judge's home is especially problematic. It tries to bring direct public pressure to bear on a decision-making process that must be controlled, evidence-based, and rational if there is to be any hope of an independent judiciary. Boo. But we don't have those things right now. That's not what it is. They're not doing any of those things, whether they're protesting or not. That is like saying, if you protest the new Death on the Nile, it won't hold up to the 1978 version. (laughs) That's for no one. (laughs) Very specific. If you protest the Batman, the third act won't make sense. (laughs) Doesn't make sense, the third act of that movie. Why is he upset? His plan worked. Did everybody, did people see the Batman? His plan works. He floods the city and, this is a spoiler. He floods the city and shoots the mayor. He did it. And then he's like, ah, rats. Why? It's a good day for you. 
Montana Senator Steve Daines compared turtle hatchlings to human babies, declaring, if you were to take or destroy the eggs of a sea turtle, the criminal penalties are severe. Why do we have laws in place that protect the eggs of a sea turtle or the eggs of eagles? Because when you destroy an egg, you're killing a pre-born baby sea turtle or a pre-born baby eagle. And another thing, why do we let women drive cars? If a sea turtle drove a car, the criminal penalties would be severe. Meanwhile, supply chain issues and product recalls have caused a nationwide baby formula shortage with the national out-of-stock rate reaching 43% last week. This is obviously terrible, and the people using this as an opportunity to scam or price gouge or monsters, but there's a small thing each one of us could do to help, and it is this. When you see a man online asking why new moms don't just breastfeed, you bully these people to within an inch of their lives. <laughs> bully them off the internet. This is a serious, nerve-wracking problem with multiple causes, recalls due to contamination, supply chain issues during the pandemic due to fluctuations in demand, trade policies and regulations that restrict imports. So what does Governor Greg Abbott and his fellow Republicans do? They demagogue this issue in a vile and disturbing way. Like, even for them, the stunt they pulled today is so disgusting. Here's what Congresswoman Kat Kamak of Florida said. They are sending pallets, pallets of baby formula to the border. Meanwhile, in our own district at home, we cannot find formula, said Governor Abbott. While mothers and fathers stare at empty grocery store shelves in a panic, the Biden administration is happy to provide baby formula to illegal immigrants coming across the southern border. So this is about feeding babies in U.S. custody, as in like, not breaking the law and committing crimes against humanity. That's their sort of complaint. As Jesus said, starve the babies in our care who committed the crime of being carried here. That's not a joke, it's just awful. I just can't get over it. I can't fucking get over it. Why aren't they starving the babies we don't like? That's what they're calling for. I just can't, I actually was genuine. I was like, I'm mad at myself for being surprised, to be honest. Like, I, you know, every time I'm shocked, I'm disappointed in myself. Like, oh, you idiot, of course they'd do this. But I just, starving babies, to make a point. I thought that was, that was extreme even for them, but maybe not. The January 6th committee announced on Thursday that they're issuing subpoenas for five Republican congressmen, including minority leader Kevin McCarthy, Scott Perry, and Jim Jordan. I'm surprised that the process server could fit their arm all the way into Jim Jordan's burrow. <laughs> Little known fact, during some seasons, Jim Jordans and coyotes will actually hunt together. In other news, two sets of human remains have been found at Lake Mead, the country's largest reservoir, as water levels plunge amid a mega drought fueled by climate change. Picture it, New Jersey, 1998. <laughs> we gotta decarbonize our economy pronto, said local climate activist Polly Walnuts. <laughs> They're finding bodies from the mob in there. That's crazy. <laughs> the mob is like, we, we've thought of everything but this. We don't tackle some of these greenhouse gases. I'm going to break some. All right. <laughs> we got to put a price on carbon or all us to God's. <laughs> Las Vegas police said they expect to find more murder victims as the lake dries up. <laughs> There's no telling what we'll find in Lake Mead, said former Las Vegas mayor Oscar Goodman. It's not a bad place to dump a body, which is why it takes the three spot on curbs best place to dump a body in Las Vegas list. The trailer for Avatar, The Way of Water, 
premiered ahead of the Doctor Strange movie, revealing that the film picks up 10 years after the original and focuses on Sam Worthington and Zoe Zaldana, as well as their children. You remember Sam Worthington? One of the actors in the highest grossing film, Sam Worthington. Remember when there was a moment where they said, you know what, put him in everything. He's a Terminator now. He's an avatar. He's in everything. And then we said, no mas. And then then they went and made 5,000 avatar movies in private. And now they're happening. 10 years ago, 10 years ago, they were like, we're going to make seven more avatars. And now it's here. And we have no choice. We're going to all see a million Avatar movies. And then we're going to talk about them all the time. (laughs) Dolly Parton will star in a musical based on Doja Cat's Twitter exchange about the return of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza to be released on TikTok later this month. Sentence. What a sentence. The Mexican pizza is fucking back. We did it. We did it, Joe. (laughs) It's going to cost $18, but we did it. It's not the first, definitely not the last time I've lost out on a role to Dolly Parton. (laughs) Dolly Parton. She turns down the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice. She turns down the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame once. And then she stars in a musical based on Doja Cat's Twitter exchange about the return of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza to be released on TikTok. Dolly doesn't miss. Actor James Cromwell superglued his hand to a Starbucks counter as part of a PETA protest over the chain charging customers more for vegan milk than for dairy. Some people talk about lactose intolerance. Actor James Cromwell lives it. What an exciting day at the Starbucks. You're doing your shift, and then in comes the man from Babe Pig in the City and Star Trek First Contact, and he says, I would like a, an oat milk latte. And they say, sorry, sir, it's 50 cents more for oat milk here. And the star of Babe, Pig in the City, says, I understand. Squitch, squitch. Hands <laughs> on the fucking counter. What just happened? James Cromwell, the actor, the actor from Babe, Pig in the City, just glued his hands to the counter where we put the mobile orders. Come on in, everybody. Just reach around. (laughs) You remember, he's actually in the most recent season of Succession. You gotta go around him. A through K is to the left of actor James Cromwell. L to Z is to his right. If you need straws, they're beneath his haunches. I mean, there's a thousand reasons to glue your hands to the counter of a Starbucks. It's for the 50 cents. I think it's cool. I can't argue with it. Back in February, <laughs> Adidas advertised a sports bra by posting a grid image of women's bare breasts celebrating the differences between them. But the advertisements have often been banned. In the good old days, children could celebrate the differences between women's breasts the way God intended, horrified in the women's locker room <laughs> while waiting for their mom to finish blow-drying her hair. <laughs> in Thailand, police have arrested a self-proclaimed holy man whose followers worship corpses and consume the man's urine, feces, and phlegm to cure their illnesses. It's unclear what Joe Rogan was doing in Thailand, (laughs) but we pray for his swift release. (laughs) Apple announced that they have discontinued the iPod Touch, putting an end to the 20-year iPod era. 
Sorry, iPods. We've moved on to something better. An iPod that can receive 800 spam calls a day. <laughs> a giant sinkhole 200 meters long containing a beautiful forest has been discovered in China. That's just what happens when you throw poppers into a river. <laughs> so stupid. And finally, scientists working on the Event Horizon Telescope Project have captured the first picture of a supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way. Scientists discovered the image when video was leaked of Madison Cawthorn ironically putting his dick in it. When we come back, a chill GOP member of Congress. And we're back. Millions of Americans have been shocked and horrified by the leaked draft of a Supreme Court decision that would overturn Roe versus Wade, and follow-up reporting by Politico suggests that justices have not shifted since it was leaked. In response, dozens of elected Republicans have reacted with a hot new move that's halfway between a shrug and a dab. Why are they shrabbing? And why is that the word I've chosen for it? Here to enlighten us is a United States Congresswoman who couldn't give less of a shit about your rights. Please welcome to the stage Republican Representative Janet Dongle. Hi, Janet. Hi, Congresswoman. I'm so, so, so rude. Oh, thank you for having me, John. It's not often that I take a break from real America, you know, and do a little sightseeing in the devil's glittering anus. Yeah. Do you mean Los Angeles? Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Most of us call it Los Angeles. Congresswoman, mm. you've said that liberals are fear-mongering over this issue. Oh, yeah, they are. Come on, ladies. Quit your bitching. Huh? <laughs> it won't be so bad. That's... That's your answer? It won't be so bad? Everybody's got to relax, okay? What's the worst that could happen? This isn't like giving your dog an edible, Congresswoman. We know what would happen. <laughs> Think about it. 26 states will likely ban or severely restrict abortion access, some of them without exceptions for rape or incest, and people who can't afford to travel will be forced to either endure pregnancy and childbirth or risk their lives getting unsafe, illegal abortions, you know, just for starters. Sure, sure, sure. Look, I get that people are upset, okay? I was young once, okay? I remember when I thought things would turn out the way I wanted, but you grow up and you get over it. You look stressed, John. You want a Xanax? <laughs> I just take them for flying and um, for when I'm on the ground. I... Uh, just in general. Oh, that's so nice of you. I don't want a Xanax. I don't, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, but I want to understand how you can pretend this is not going to be terrible. Already in places like Texas, doctors are afraid to treat patients for miscarriages or fear of being accused of breaking the state's draconian new law. John, when I was studying abroad in Florence, I fell madly in love with a man named Giacomo. <laughs> Seems like a dodge, but sure, let's see where this road goes. Giacomo was everything to me. You see, he taught me how to experience life, to experience art, you know, to share a piece of spaghetti from both ends so that you eventually kiss in the middle, like two cartoon dogs. He was perfect, or as they say in Florence, al dente. <laughs> but my parents wouldn't approve of our marriage, of course, because he was European. Of course. You understand the point I'm getting at? No, not even a little bit. Mm -mm. Well, all good things come to an end is what I'm saying, John. Oh, God. America had a 50-year fling with the constitutional right to abortion, and now it's time to move on, you know, just masturbate to the memories and learn to live with the new reality. Like how I learned to live with Phil. <laughs> Phil? Yeah, that's my husband. I'm like, 
my God, do I hate that guy. I've lost control of this conversation. I won't pretend I was excited to marry Phil. Oh, no. The day he proposed to me during a second encore at a Jason Mraz concert. Oh, my God. Second encore. Stop it. Shut up. You don't mean it. Shut up. Sit down. Go home already. I was just about to fall asleep, you know, at the second encore. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you feel like you're falling. You know, you, you, feel, you ever feel this? And you brace yourself, and then your whole body just goes tense. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I'm I talking do know about? That. I know yeah. exactly about but that. But then you realize you're not falling from a tree from a million years ago. No, you're a person in a half-empty arena, okay? Compromising forever. Imagine yourself walking down the aisle next to fucking Phil. <laughs> And then while you're imagining walking down the aisle, you imagine yourself in that wedding dress, you know, which itself is a compromise. Imagining a life full of Taco Tuesdays and Sunday night pump and dumps, whatever the fuck that means. You're fine, though. You're fine, though. Eventually, you stop crying. And this country just needs to power through the post-Roe honeymoon, is what I'm saying. Jesus, Congressman Dongle, as bleak as your marriage sounds, and it does sound tragic, you can't compare it to a ruling that will affect hundreds of millions of people. If the Supreme Court ultimately hands down this decision, it could jeopardize the rights to contraception, IVF, same-sex marriage, even interracial marriage. Ah, but you're ignoring all of the positive potential consequences, John. Succumbing to an eternity with Phil is what brought me my three kids. Well, I guess it's good that you're happy with your children, at least. Oh, you wanted to hear something that makes me happy. Okay, I th- I'll think of a better example. Hmm, uh, Congresswoman, I have two burning questions for you. Oh, I promise to answer as honestly as I want to. Number one, why not just leave your husband? You could give Giacomo a call. Maybe it's not too late to pull it under the Tuscan sun. I realize coastal elites live to snort pot and get divorced every weekend, but that's not how we do it where I'm from. No, no, no. Well, let the record reflect I tried to help. And my final question, listen, you're a woman. This is your bodily autonomy being stripped away. Don't you feel any sense of personal violation? I'll tell you what makes me feel violated, John. What? What is it? Yesterday, two liberal protesters came to my house, okay? A mother and a daughter. That's a double threat, okay? Uh, and they tried to give me a cake with a please codify Roe v. Wade written in frosting. They brought this to my home. A yeah. cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds terrifying. I hate getting free cake. Yeah, it took the police almost an hour to show up. We need to get those guys more funding, you know, for some kind of rocket cars. Woo, pew, you know, get there real fast. Sure. Anyway, you're getting all worked up about nothing, okay? It's not going to be so bad. Learn to dissociate. I have. Numbing is the new coming. And you can quote me on that. All right, well, we have some news here tonight. We have one more surprise for you, Congresswoman. We found him. No, you didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, Giacomo. Oh! Chabella. Is that it? That's all you... uh, That's just your swishy producer. Yeah, that's right. We're not trying to fucking help you. We didn't find Giacomo. This is bullshit. You're terrible. Congresswoman Janet Dongle, everybody. Oh, arrivederci. Mangia. Caccio, Pepe. Salmonella. Thank you, Otsko. Check out her dates and buy tickets at otskolive.com, A-T-S-U-K-O-L-I-V-E.com, and she'll be doing 25 shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Fest this summer. When we come back, it's time for a bracket. 
Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something I need to get off my chest? What is your outlet for working through the things that stress you out? Oh, man. You know, I don't know. Pushing it down. <laughs> Pushing it all the way down. Getting it real down deep in there. Squish it. Squishing it. Squishing it real tight. Fighting through it. <laughs> Gotta fight through it. Skinny jeans are for dads. Fight it. You fight it. You push it down. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. <laughs> when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Not me. Not me. I'm running on rails. <laughs> Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, I said to my therapist just yesterday, I just feel like I don't have the 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 attention span right now to focus on some of these longer term issues. And she's mm. like, you found a way to say that every session for the past five years. <laughs> If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Everybody needs therapy. You need therapy. I need therapy. Tommy needs therapy. Mm. We all need therapy. Mm-hmm. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love it. And we're back. Upon its release, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness inspired a million different reactions, and we'll be spoiler-free here, so they reacted to whatever it is that took place in the film. The Multiverse of Madness raises many questions. One important question is, uh, how do these powers all work? And who's stronger? And how how do the punches always seem to involve... Every fight in a Marvel movie is punch, 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 punch. Those punches don't matter. Then the last punch, that punch counts. Here to talk about it, please welcome to the stage Crooked Zone, Jason Concepcion. Hi, Jason. Numbing is the new coming. That was really good. That was a really good joke. We like it. I, it was good. It's thought-provoking. I'm thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> Where do you rank uh, Multiverse of Madness among the Marvel uh, films, the many gems? Uh, if you just take the Phase 4 films, it's like the second best of those. Wow. It's like Spider-Man, No Way Home, then Doctor Strange, and then... The you know what's one. interesting about that? I'll tell you what's interesting about tell that. Me. There is a, a real dissensus on this film, and you're the second person I really respect nice. singing its praises. <laughs> okay. Well, so, who is the other? Uh, it's Dan Hernandez. Oh, he's great. He is great. I thought it was really fun. Do you like horror? Do you like Sam Raimi style, like cartoony horror? Sure. It's there. Do you like action? I love action. It's there. Do you like powerful women who wield magic and no. fuck shit up? I find that intolerable. That's the problem. That's why. That's probably why it won't yeah. work for me. All right. So, I've seen so many of these films. These uh, which ones uh, comic have you seen? I've seen? What was the last one you saw? So I, I had to Google whether or not I had seen. Here's the thing. They've made so many of these godforsaken films. Well, which ones? You're Let being me very tell pleased. you what I'll tell you about it, which is this. They have now made so many different comic book movies. I literally sometimes don't know, forget if they've even come out, if I've seen them. <laughs> like, I, like, I was like, I didn't know. You don't know, know if you've seen them. I don't. I literally can't tell. Especially, I don't know who's in charge. I don't know the marketing whiz is over there can at I uh, ask, Disney Corp. Can I ask yep. what, um, at Woke Disney. What, what strain of weed are you smoking these days? Where you... You can't remember? What's the Here, last one you saw? Let me tell you what happened. Okay. Let me tell you what happened, which is 
Every one of these goddamn spider movies is called uh, Spider-Man, The Home Time, Spider-Man, Home Way, Spider-Man, Home, home Goods. Spider- Far from Home, No Way Home. Spider-Man, do- Home Depot. Right. Spider-Man. So I, I was on an aeroplane. Okay. And I literally bought 30 minutes of Wi-Fi to Google the Wikipedia to figure out which... First of all, to figure out the fucking order. Like, Homecoming... I don't understand... This has also happened before. Homecoming first. It goes Homecoming first, which I knew I had seen, but I literally didn't know. Far from home. Then no way home. Then no way home. Do you understand that that's stupid? No, well, it actually makes logical sense. It absolutely does not. Because homecoming is like you're in high school, you're at home. What? Far from home, you've now moved a little bit farther away from home. Uh huh. And then no way home, you've moved still farther away, but now you can't get back. But he does come back. At the end of the film, right, that but, is not Homecoming. He starts at home in the right. first movie. That's right. Then he leaves. So in Homecoming, no, no, no. he leaves home. <laughs> then in Far From Home, he is in Europe. Then yes. in No Way Home, he comes home. He comes home at the end of No Way Home, but nobody but, remembers who he is. Okay. The point so, is, I had to Google, A, if I'd seen these films, and then B, what the order okay. was, so and that so, I could watch them on the and airplane. And so then the last one you've seen is? Was Far From Home. Okay. No, no Way Home. No Way Home. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did watch them. Who's but on I, first? But here's the thing. Here's the thing about Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. How strong is he? he well, he does have the proportional strength of a spider, I think, if you wanted to be canonical about it. I think in the, in the Marvel wikis, he can lift approximately 10 tons, so like a, several cars. Another question for you. Iron Man. He's just pretty a pretty good for a young... He's, he's just a, he's he's just a, a person guy. in there. Right, he's like Elon now, Musk, but slightly younger and less bad? Now, here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about it. I don't know what this suit is doing, but we all understand that he'd be soup inside of that thing after some of these crashes, right? Just be pure soup. Right, he, yes. He would... But, what, what, what's True, the, what, what's going on be, in there? Well, what's going on is a lot of nanotechnology, John, that is extremely powerful. Each of the, the later incarnations of the suit mm-hmm. actually like, lived in his clothes as like, little, little molecules of nanotech, and, and then it would come out, and then it would cover his body and turn into a, a solid suit. Have you ever um, had fun with Google Translate? Yes. And put in something in English and then translate it to Japanese and then translate from Japanese into Hebrew and then from Hebrew into Spanish and then from Spanish back to English and sees how it happens. That's not the, the exact specific sequence. sequence that I've taken, but something similar, yes. Do you think that that is kind of analogous to the way Benedict Cumberpatch learned an American accent? That, <laughs> that, some, that someone four accents ago taught someone three accents ago who taught someone two accents ago that taught him? Because... I don't know what the budget is for these films, but it's high. Yeah. Can we increase it by 30 grand and get some fucking upkeep on these American well, accents? See, Tom Holland's in Brooklyn. They all do this American accent. Uh, and, and please chime Tom's in whenever you'd good. like. Come on, Tom's is it good. It breaks. It less and less as we and, move through the films. But there's this kind of American accent that they all do right. where they, they, someone told them to make their mouths really wide. Right. And so that's the Benedict Cumberbatch American accent. Right. I'm Hello, a doctor. Spider-Man. I, yeah, he's Spider-Man, and I'm going to talk like Welcome this. Welcome to and, the magical city of Comartage, and, and Spider-Man. Swishy, switchy, arm thing makes the shape disappears. I'm a surgeon, but broke my fingers. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, this is an aside, but let's talk about this. For some reason, the Australians are great at it. 
And that's why there's so many of them that come over and have such great careers in Hollywood because they're really good at it. Game of Thrones, a series I loved, you could tell who was going to have a career because they just couldn't couldn't do the American accent. They were not going to have a long-running career because they were not going to be able to do it. Rob Stark, I'm sorry, my guy. It's just not holding up. It's not doing it for me. It's not doing it for us. Kit Harrington, it was very tough to hear it. Benedict Cumberbatch is pretty good. Kit Harrington doesn't have to say a goddamn word. (laughs) 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 If he had been in code, I'd have seen it. Cut it. 100%. Get it out. I'm fucking dead. Um. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Just not to be chaos agents, but to be supportive of me. Purely supportive of me. You're just trying to protect me. Applaud if we should leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) Applaud if we have to take it out. Leave all this in. This is good stuff. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that it bad. Wasn't you that just bad. didn't see Coda. Not a big deal. So it is, t- <laughs> it is time for us to do our Marvel bracket. Great. Because what I want to understand from your expert point of view sure. is who would win in some of these fights. Okay. Right? Because that's been a source of controversy around this film. So we have a bracket behind us. We have the, it's the Wanda Maximoff bracket. And we have the no powers. What do you call it? A conference? Yeah, yes. Yeah. We so have this the, is like... The Just People Conference up here. Yeah, we have the Family Conference. Those are people related to Wanda. We have the uh, Reality Benders. That includes, like, Loki and Phoenix and Green Lantern. Uh-huh. And then we have the Team Standouts, your Captain Marvels, your Supersman. There's some slight factual mistakes here, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. We're going to roll with this. Oh, wait. I said Marvel. I, 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 meant to, I meant to say we were going to bring in some DC. I'm sorry. That, you're absolutely right. We discussed this. It's not a Marvel bracket. It's a comic book bracket. And we want to see what happens when we pin these guys up against you. I knew that. I'm sorry. Right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> again, again, no one's listening past the CODA thing anyway. I'm dead. I'm dead in the water. But I could not survive. I'm getting sunk. All right. Let's do it. All right. Who's going to win in a fight, Batman or Iron Man? Uh, well, the Batman fans will tell you if Batman has time to prepare, he can beat anybody. Uh, so That's cool. That's so, true. Right? I agree. So let's say, let's, uh, and that includes Superman, forget it, anybody. You tell me. Is this just like they run into each other no, no, no. and it's this on? No, no, no. This was on the books. This was like, a, this, they had time. They were they like, time. hey, next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, at the flagpole. Let's do this. We're going to do it. Uh, unfortunately, then Batman will win. Batman takes it. Batman, Batman takes, takes it. it. Batman does uh, take look, it. Look, obviously we know Batman is an incredible detective because we saw in the Batman that he can solve a child's riddle and also can find blood on the ground. Well, that was the younger Batman, to be fair to him. I love the part of this where this is what we have to do. For those listening at home, we have to take it out of the presentation and Brian adjust the fucking presentation. All right, next up, Black Widow versus Nick Fury. In a straight-up fight? Straight-up fight. Nick Fury is old as dust. Yeah, it's not close. Uh, Black Widow is going to fuck him up. Black like, Widow? bad. Like, really, Done. really bad. All right, now we're going into the family bracket. Magneto now, versus Wiccan. Now, here's, here's a slight issue with this. Just, just, just get by, fight through it, Jason. <laughs> Slight, slight issue with this is uh, recent retcon means Magneto's actually not like related to Wanda and some of these. But we're gonna go with it. Uh, Magneto fucking wrecks Wiccan. It's not even funny. Okay. It's actually mean that you put him against Magneto because Magneto will, like pull the iron like out of his body 
and then he will just drop to the ground as like mush. It yeah. will be disgusting. Okay. Yeah. So Magneto takes it. It'll be really bad. Next up, we have Polaris versus Polaris. Quicksilver. Polaris, Magneto's daughter, and then Quicksilver. At one time, Magneto's son, but not really anymore. Uh, Polaris has sim- very similar powers to Magneto. Can affect magnetism and ferrous materials. Quicksilver, he can run really fast. He, uh, you know, Quicksilver, he takes a lot of... He loses all the time. It's Polaris. Polaris will win, Polaris I think. Polaris takes it. it. I, I'm going to give it to Polaris. There are situations in which I think Quicksilver could win, but we're going to give it to Polaris. Next up, we are in the reality benders. Okay. First up, Loki versus Zatanna. I'm not sure that Loki counts as a reality bender. He's a demigod, part frost giant, raised by Asgardian gods. Sure. So he is the god of mischief. We're going to... Tom uh, Zatanna... A very powerful magician. Like like card stuff? Yeah, like card stuff. Like sleight of hand? Uh, like, like sleight of hand Close-up magic? Like close-up magic. I love magic. Do close all that magic. Stuff. Very powerful uh. magician, but un- Loki is a god and has like soloed the Avengers multiple times. We're going to go with Loki. Zatanna, love you, girl, but it's not a fair fight. I'm sorry. All right. Phoenix Which versus- one? You can pick. Let's see. I, I want you to pick. So Jean Grey is kind of like the iconic Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Then there's Rachel Summers, the the alternate reality Jean dystopian. Grey. And then Maya Lopez recently has acquired the Phoenix powers. I Echo only, from uh, you've seen her in the Hawkeye. Uh, of no, course, uh, of course okay, we have. Okay, so we'll go with Jean Grey. I remember Jean. Joke, look, Jean Grey is, wrecked a planet. She killed six million people on a planet. It was very tough. She was like kind of out of her mind. At I that remember, time. but that was in one of the X Men uh, films. Green Lantern is a cop. Acab. Like, so let's go with. <laughs> we'll go with Phoenix. All right, Phoenix takes it. We are now moving into the team standouts. Captain Marvel versus Superman. Wow. It it is. I mean, Superman's going to win. I mean, Superman beats. I know. That's true. (laughs) His weakness is morals. And kryptonite, dummy. I just uh, feel like. Famously. I don't know if people don't know that, but it's kryptonite. And morals, but kryptonite. I, I want it to be Captain Fucking Marvel, guy. but it would be it would be it would be Superman. It would be Superman. You know what? I have a I have a problem with Superman. I'll tell you my problem with Superman. Um, Bad journalist. Terrible journalist. <laughs> but also, he always seems to strain against whatever massive object he's trying to lift. Right. And the thing is, like, I've seen him strain lifting a plane. Right. And I've seen him strain lifting a meteor. In which movie? So the Richard Donner He's Superman. always straining. It, no and matter what the object... Basically, like, I know what I strain to lift. Right. A book, say. <laughs> uh, you know, an art book. Not, not, you know, I got, I got arms, right. but it's an art book, you know? But, like, I know that, like, I could say... If I had to push a car, it would right. be really hard. You Pushing did have a to bike do that is one easy. Time. I did. Yeah. I did after the election because I ran out of gas because... I was distracted by fascism. So, yeah. But it just seems like if I've seen you lift a plane, why are you acting like lifting an elevator is a big fucking deal? You know what I mean? That's a great drama point. Queen. I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, there's various uh, reasons for that related to like suspension of disbelief, but I think that if I was to invent a reason right now, it would be that Superman alias Clark Kent because he has to pretend to be a human all the time and that takes a lot of concentration like when he picked up a pencil like what if he just like snapped the pencil and people would be like oh my god Clark are you okay and he's like mm-hmm. yeah I'm fine I'm fucking Superman like yeah. 
Uh, or like, what if he killed his girlfriend, Lois Lane, while they were intimate together because he's so fucking strong. So I think that here's yeah, I, my, here's I see a, you see you where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. He has to continually just like inch up the amount of strength that he uses because he's just constantly in control of the amount of strength he's using because he can just kill everybody if he's not careful. Yeah, he's like, got that heat ray eyeball stuff. He can breathe on everybody and they freeze. Do you remember in... Um, in the, he can fart and destroy a building. Remember in Superman 2 where one of his powers is throwing a big S? A cellophane S? It's kind of canonical, but it was super weird. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was weird. I also think that he should have had therapy instead of giving up his powers. You know what I mean? Like, like there's just, yeah, right. just like, hey, dude, you don't have to change yourself. To be fair to him, Sheila. that was like, what, 1981? I, it was not really a thing. I know. You know, we've like, it's it, good. It's, we've evolved as a society. I think if it was 2002, maybe, maybe Clark would have gone to therapy. Uh, next up, so Superman takes it. Next up, we have Wonder Woman versus Vision. Man. <sighs> Well, uh, a white vision or regular vision? I don't see what it is. Race has to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't see vision. Uh, 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 regular. Okay. Uh, Infinity Stone in his head vision or 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 before not? that? Before that? Because if he has the Infinity Stone, he's going invisible. He's getting punched through. I don't. Know, I don't understand what we're going to do with Vision when he's got the Infinity Stone. This is going to sound sacrilegious, but really, I think Vision actually should win because he has these density powers. It makes him like actually a really tough out. You have to kind of like really prepare for him. And if it's one of those things where they just kind of run into each other, oh shit, we're going, we're going to fight now. I do think Vision would just like make his hand kind of immaterial and then reach into Diana's chest and kill, dead, be dead. She'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine that playing as Vision kills Wonder Woman. (laughs) <laughs> All right. We're moving on. We got to move fast. Yeah, yeah. Batman versus Black Widow. Wow. Uh, does he have time to prepare? Does, he have to, does Batman have time to prepare? No. Let's give it to Black Widow Hell just yeah. because. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, as we say here at Love It or Leave It, defund Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Magneto versus Polaris. Magneto wins. Magneto. 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 It's, it's, Come on. It's not Come close on, again. OG. Yeah. Uh, Loki versus Phoenix. That's interesting. Phoenix. Phoenix. She takes him apart. Takes him to pieces. Absolutely. Takes him to pieces. Wrecks him. Uh, and you know, then you know, then I'll just be there to nurse Loki back to health. Yeah. <laughs> More matzo ball soup, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Loki. <laughs> no, as I said many times, get out of here. Superman versus Vision. We're going to give it to Soups. Soups yeah. wins. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. We have our final four. Oh, well, this is God. big. This is huge. I have to say, Black Widow versus Magneto. I, I just, Magneto. whoops, I threw a car on you. <laughs> Magneto would have to be asleep. And even then, I think Black Widow, unfortunately, would lose. We're going to give it to Magneto. It's, it's a wash in that case. Uh, Phoenix Superman's a good fight, though, guys. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good one. Gosh. I think... It is Superman. Unfortunately, if we had a magic, we should have got a magic person in that man. If Zatanna could actually fuck up Superman, it's a weird. Yeah. It's one of those like weird sixteen versus one matchups where it just so yeah. happened that she has the key to get him. Because she's, she's like, weak against magic. She's is like, what where's I'm the coin? Where's the coin? Yeah, but oh. but we're gonna give it to Superman. <laughs> we're giving it to Superman. All right, now it is here. It is the finals. 
This is it. Superman Magneto? Superman versus Magneto. It is Superman. I think he's too fast. I think he could hit him with the laser beams from really far away. But but does Superman have iron in his blood? Uh, Yes, probably. How does what happens when Magneto tries to take the blood iron out of Superman? Now here's the see here's the here's the thing. What is the thing? The experts would say, okay, whose comic book is it? If we're doing this in the X-Men, Magneto wins. If we're doing this in, like, fucking in DC Universe, then Superman wins. Now, Magneto could do some, like, crazy shit. Like, if he knew about kryptonite, he could be like, watch this. I'm going to pull kryptonite out of the fucking atmosphere, the latent kryptonite from various meteorites that have crashed into the Earth, uh-huh. and I'm going to pull it all together, and now you're fucking dead, Superman. Right, if he was ready. Well, wait, all I don't think that would happen, though. I think Superman would win. So that's it. It's the Man of Steel. It's so boring, though. Truth, justice, and the American way. I know. Superman takes it. Congratulations to him. Congratulations, Superman. Thank you, Jason Concepcion. Over at X-Ray Vision, Jason and Rosie are talking to writer Michael Waldron to ask just how much of the film was informed by his love for Don Draper. It is a significant amount. What? Yeah, a significant amount. Well, and it kind of makes sense because... Doctor Strange, super egomaniac guy, you know, one of these, like, bad, toxic men who's very creative. I'm very creative. That's right. <laughs> and then, much like Don Draper, who, whose personal growth was fueled less by a will to, like, get better as a person and not be an asshole. I'm and not more, trying to self-improve. Right. He engaged with his own toxicity and, like, unpacked it in order to be better at selling people shit. And that's much like Dr. Strange. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, Jason Concepcion, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Jason. So check out X-Ray Vision. And one other note on Keep It, Ira shares his thoughts on Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. Keep up with X-Ray Vision and Keep It wherever you get your podcasts. When we come back... It's time to go house hunting. And we're back. Please welcome to the stage, Crooked's own Aaron Ryan. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Um, how you doing? I'm good. You know what? Men contain multitudes. Because some of them can just grasp an entire universe of superheroes and backstories and others cannot understand the way a, a human boob works. That feels like an attack. <laughs> I, I've always thought of it as like kind of like a fire hydrant. In like a, a sexual fire hydrant. In a, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> that was my nickname in college. <laughs> So uh, do you think it's a little on the nose that uh, in the same week, the conservative uh, right wing Supreme Court is on the verge of overturning Roe versus Wade? We also have a nationwide formula shortage as new mothers try and scour the shelves to find vital nutrients in our society. Do you think that's too, um, uh, uh, too specific? Yeah. God, take another pass. <laughs> it, it is a little on the nose, but it also kind of expresses something that I think a lot of people sort of suspected but didn't see like fully expressed, which is like they don't give a shit about the people that are actually taking care of anybody. They don't give a shit about actual human children. All they give a shit about is exerting power over people that they can exert power over. And like giving a rage boner to Fox News viewers and getting people to give money to a cause 
that they're so removed from that they have no concept of like the real world implications of it. Like, I know it's super not funny, but like I have a daughter, she's seven months old. And before I had a daughter, I did my best to have like empathy from people who are different from me. Um, And now that I do have a kid, I'm like, holy shit, the extent to which people in power who should know better don't is like ridiculous. And then I'm, you know, I'm thinking about how Greg Abbott, people like him, people like, you know, Ron DeSantis, people like anybody who ignored this formula crisis coming and people like Sam Alito, who's married and has two kids. It's like, how do you go through your life having been so close to a person's experience of motherhood and have absolutely no concept of what that is? It's crazy to me. Anyway, it's, uh, that's not funny. You can, you can cut that. But like the, wow. the, la- the lack of empathy, the, la- the lack of empathy, it's like it takes a real effort to like be living alongside of a person having an experience and then also not be able to understand that that person is having an experience. It's like sociopathic to me. Anyway, I'm in a great mood. I'm having a great day. Been having a great week. Uh, It's been about seven and a half months since I've had a full night of sleep. I'm normally about three hours deep in sleep at this time. Yeah, we got a new mom here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm mad. I'm pretty. I'm pretty mad. I have two points for you. Okay. One, if we cut everything that wasn't funny, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to put out these episodes, all right? Those mattresses won't sell themselves. <laughs> uh, and two, I think I, I think it is a learned lack of empathy. I think that that is actually. One, like when you watch these Trump rallies, I actually think that that's a lot of what it is. If you step back, as an exercise. That's yes, lead poisoning, also. It's also lead. They poisoning. They all got lead. Apps. They all do have lead poisoning. Um, we, we talk big time here, lead poisoning. We, here, at love it or leave it. We believe that baby boomers do all have. They've lead all poisoning. got lead poisoning. That is the official position <laughs> of this. That's show. also why we're running out of true crime because the most interesting true crime happened when everybody had lead poisoning. What a shame. <laughs> That's why we're on, we're on to scammers now, and then we're on to cults after the scammers. But, like, we're going to run out of it. We need a new heavy metal poisoning. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of crypto, but I don't think people are getting smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Lead poisoning aside, and it is genuinely a big factor in why we're not addressing climate change. I do believe that, <laughs> sincerely. But it's true. I do think, like, when you watch these Trump rallies and step back, like, it is an exercise in a group of people persuading each other to not have empathy. Not even just, obviously, towards immigrants, towards trans people, towards women, towards gay people, but also towards themselves, right? Like, our own suffering is of value. Like, it's not just about sadism. It's about masochism, right? Like, we don't deserve more than what we get. We shouldn't get the vaccine. We should take the risk. Like, there is a kind of collective effort to reduce empathy, and I think you see that in how they are reacting. I mean, yeah, and I totally agree, and this is kind of a micro version of it, but like in the discussion of student loans, there's always a person that's like, I had to pay for, like Laura Ingram being like, my 73-year-old mom was working in a restaurant as a waitress, paying off her student loans, so everybody else should have to too. First of all, bitch, you went to Dartmouth and were a lawyer at the time that she was doing it, you suck. You're a terrible <laughs> daughter. 
Second of all, like this idea that like the suffering I endured was somehow like it contributed to who I am and therefore everybody else should have to deal with it is like this really fucked up and weird. Yeah. Like I had bad traffic getting here, so there should they should put a car crash on the 101 for everyone. <laughs> I. <laughs> there were three white Audi SUVs trying to cut me off. Therefore, everyone should have to deal with white Audi SUVs. These kids today think they don't deserve whooping cough. <laughs> and I think they do. So on Wednesday, Governor Newsom, Gavin, as we know him here. The Gavs. The Gavs announced that California plans to become a sanctuary state. Uh, for people seeking abortions they cannot obtain in their home states. California currently records 46,000 abortions per year. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, the state is expecting that that number should leap to as high as 1.4 million as people from across the country seek refuge here. This is why we wanted to play a game we're calling God Bless This Constitutional Mess. Just, yeah, we're doing it. Well, you know what? If you can't do this here, where can we do it? Yeah, that's right. It's a house housecoming game. Uh, extreme... <laughs> Uh, tiny house nation, more like a judicial abomination. Beachfront bargain hunt, more like keep your bitch hands off my area. What? I didn't say it. Keep your... Oh, okay. 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 Beachfront bargain hunt, more like keep your bitch hands off, off my... my cunt. ...area. Aaron, here's how this works. I'm going to show you two homes. We're going to go house hunting together. All right. And uh, we're going to give you two options for places you can choose. All right? Like okay. we do on these reality shows where they show people the houses. Okay. That you people love. <laughs> <laughs> that you guys can't get enough of. Are you ready? Yes. All right. First up. <laughs> so you can have this gorgeous stone French manor. It's got seven fireplaces. It says an amazing school district. has a beautiful babbling creek. But... It's in Ohio, where Governor Mike DeWine promised last week to revive the state's heartbeat bill, which would ban abortions as early as six weeks and currently has a proposed trigger ban, kicking in state legislation that would make criminal abortion a fourth-degree felony. Or, for the same price, you can have this shack, which is also $2 million in California. (laughs) It's a shack. It's a shack. And it's not a shack in very good shape. Mm. Apparently, it's in a tight-knit community. But any community in 180 square feet would be tight. Mm. But it is in California, a state where Governor Gavin Newsom just dedicated $57 million more million to abortion services, bringing the total to $125 million as the state prepares to become a sanctuary. Mm. So which, you want the shack? Or do you want to live in, a, in Ohio? Okay, so let's, it's close. <laughs> I would honest, honestly rather throw myself into a fireplace than live in Ohio under most circumstances. Um, But there are seven fireplaces in the Ohio house that cost the same as the California house, which means that you can burn evidence. You could run like an abortion sort of like like secret like network from that house. You got so many, you can throw a hard drive in there. You can. Throw medical records in there. I wouldn't, honestly, I think just fume-wise, I wouldn't burn a hard drive. Um, Like, I don't know. There's terrible shit in a hard drive. I mean, I don't, I try not to light anything on fire because I live in California where everything can catch on fire. Uh, We need your decision. Yeah, I I think the Ohio place. Done. 
Next up, how about this chic little mid-century number in Austin, Texas? Coming no. in at a little over $1.6 million, this 2,300-square-foot home is on a third of an acre with a giant pool. It's in a great school district. Also, Governor Greg Wait. Abbott signed a bill restricting access to drugs used for both abortions and miscarriages, meaning that women undergoing miscarriage in the state now suffer without adequate medical care. Hmm. Or you can have this chic little windowless industrial space <laughs> for roughly the same amount in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Located in the neighborhood of Greenwood Heights, this lot has a maximum buildable floor area of 13,000 square feet and property taxes only 1,000 a month. Uh, so what's, you know, it's funny. I used to live in Greenwood Heights when I lived in Brooklyn. I lived on 25th Street between 4th and 5th Avenue. Uh, no. I would go ahead and live in Austin and just get spayed before I moved there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, we're going to have to get you one of those cones. <laughs> I, will, I will try to chew uh, she's, on my stitches. She's, oh, Aaron, I'm sorry. We've got to put the cone back on you, Aaron. You're gnawing at your, you're, you're eating barbecue and gnawing at your stitches. <laughs> All right, next up. Would you rather live in this beautiful four-bedroom, five-bathroom house for only $550,000? It has two ponds, a pool, and hardwood floors. Wow, you can get all that in Oklahoma, a state that just this week had a six-week abortion ban signed into law, who said upon signing it, I want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. Uh, The mansion has a see-through fireplace. Also, Oklahoma does not have an exemption for rape or incest. Or... Or you can have this slightly more expensive home in Hawaii coming in at 587000 but you get what you pay for. Multiple trap doors in the floor. Mm. Uh, oh, gonna, my goodness. That's horrifying. I'm going to say Oklahoma just because it's easier to drive other places. Got it. Fi- and, then, and that house is nice. And finally, you have this not unreasonable, albeit sort of haunted-looking multifamily home for $195,000. Uh, the listing says it has easy access to, to stores. Uh, the basement's floor is made of, wait for it, dirt. Uh, but the state did support abortion providers with $2 million and, and aiding out-of-state patients uh, who Republican Governor Charlie Barker publicly lamented the overturn of Roe v. Wade, saying, I think it would be an enormous setback for women across the country, and especially in states where they literally could lose access to any number of reproductive health services. So that's in Massachusetts. Or... You could have this stunning villa for 185,000 euro, designed by Italian architects and referred to as the Sleeping Beauty of Busteni in Romania. It's got a semicircular veranda decorated with wrought iron and the mosaic in the interior. You'll be forgiven for thinking it's a castle looking at those turrets. Unfortunately, as part of this uh, deal, you will have to live there in 1966, the year that the nation's dictator, Nikolai Ceausescu, outlawed birth control and abortion, resulting in the deaths of at least 10,000 women due to illegal abortions, and by 1989, the number is thought to be much higher, as well as leading to at least 170,000 children being placed in nightmarish state orphanages where children were starved and tortured for decades, the logical conclusion of uh, these kinds of policies. So uh, what do you want to yes. do? Decre- Too dark, everybody? Decre- I don't give a fuck. No, it was called Decree 770, and it was one of the inspirations for Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale, which was based on things that had already happened. Uh, the other thing, I'm going to go Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. As long as the Adidas backpack is included... <laughs> 
in the I mean, house. I mean, we can do it, and yeah, we'll have yeah. to do it as part of the. I mean, right, we can right. ask. Yeah, I mean, we can't guarantee it, but we can ask. Can I get a similar Adidas bag? Sure. Back? Okay, sure, we can and get that's that. and then the Massachusetts place for sure. All right, you did it. All right, thank you for playing House Hunters with us. Thank you for playing with me. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for being here. And go to votesaveamerica.com slash row uh, to support our uh, Fuck Bands action plan. We've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. That has gone towards abortions providers and reproductive health services across the country to help get people the services they need or get them to where they can get those services. And it's raised tens of thousands of dollars already for uh, midterm madness uh, for electing pro-choice candidates across the country. Everybody, listen to Aaron on Hysteria every week. Aaron Ryan, everybody, thank you so much. So good to see you. When we come back, hot takes. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Donald Trump can't leave the courtroom, so just to rub it in a little, Pod Save America is going on tour. He's probably asleep right now, but if he were conscious, he'd be so, so jealous. The Democracy or Else tour begins in Brooklyn on June 26th, followed by Boston on June 28th. Then we go to Madison, Phoenix, Ann Arbor, and Philly. See all the tour dates and get your tickets now at crooked.com slash events. And we're back. Please welcome Jason and Oscar back to the stage. Welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for a segment we call Hot Takes. We'll each have a minute to defend a never-before-seen indefensible... Did I say and we're back? I know I did. We're just going to put in the description that it was a loose episode. Uh, here's how it works. We each get a skip, but beware. The next one could be worse. I have not seen any of these. Not mine, not yours. They are chosen by our producers. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see what the first take is. If it's for me, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza pales in comparison to the mixed spaghetti. Jesus. I don't know what the mixed spaghetti is, but I can only imagine it is a sensory delight. Now, obviously, I like the Mexican pizza. I consider it a near-perfect food, but only near-perfect. But as I look at what could I only imagine a long-tested product, like when McDonald's rolls something out, they're not putting it together willy-nilly. They got scientists. They got experts. They get the right balance of all the flavors. Your salt, your sweet, your sour, your spicy, your umami which is the poignancy of flavors. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Are you looking at me for... Yes. No, I wasn't. That's, oh, I thought you were wanting a Japanese person. You, okay. No, excuse keep, me. Your time. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And obviously, as we all know, when we think of umami, we think of Parmesan uh, cheese. Okatsuka. We think of oh. Parmesan fucking cheese. Right. Yay, John! <laughs> That was so good and aggression towards me for some reason out of nowhere. I was just trying to support. I was yes-handing. You were looking at me. I said, yes, I know, mommy. (laughs) I was trying to help. We got each other. Shut up, everyone. (laughs) Don't side against me on my own goddamn show. Wait, quick question. Yeah. So, so it's like that's how it works. Yeah. The hot take. You, just, you, okay. get, you get a hot take and, and then, you do your and best. You, you know, you just right, try to right. defend it. Pales, I thought meant like is better than mixed spaghetti. I think right? this was saying that the mixed spaghetti is better than the, gotcha. than the, than the Mexican okay, pizza okay. position. I obviously don't hold. That's why they're trying to make me defend it. Got it. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what's up next. Otsuka, this oh, is you. Is? We oh, have nothing oh, to learn from the elderly. They are wasting our resources. <laughs> wow. 
We, we have nothing to learn from the elderly. They are wasting our resources. Shoot, have you looked at old people lately? <laughs> oh my God. They're just like, oh, you're just like, I'm trying to walk, okay? And you're in front of me, you know? And so it's, you know, this is hard because my grandma is my best friend. This is a personal attack. This is an attack, you know? But I mean, you gotta see them, okay? Just trying to do anything. Oh my God, what a sight, you know? It's, and then, you know, they also wear diapers. We're like, yeah. oh, babies. Everyone's like, babies, you know? Oh, they use a lot of plastic diapers. How about, how about the elderly, huh? Oh, aren't they just like babies? They use the same products. Oh, we only attack the babies. Oh, you know, uh, the environment. But how about the elderly? They also use diapers. They eat soft foods. They eat same ass shit. Get rid of them. <laughs> Fantastic. Next wow. up. Woo. Next up. Woo. Oh, wow. Boo unions, just give me my coffee. Jason, take it away. Yeah, go ahead, boo that. I dare you, but here's the thing. We all need coffee, don't we? Mm. And we've survived this long without unions. Why exactly do uh, Starbucks workers need to get together and, and use their collective leverage to get more stuff? What's the worst thing they have to deal with? James Cromwell gluing himself to the fucking <laughs> counter? Big fucking deal. Tell me you can't take these pastries home when they throw them out at the end of the day. You can take those home. That's free food for you. All the coffee you can drink right? You're learning Italian phrases, grande, vente, latte. it's like educational as well. It's like, a, it's everything you need from life working at Starbucks. Why do you also need to be a communist? Just give me my fucking latte. Wow. Excellent. Excellent defense. That's Thank good. you, Jason. With time left. Wow. You had me at uh, Italian. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Let's see our next hot take. Oh God. Formula is for quitters. Breast is best. Aaron, take it away. Oh, fuck. Can I just say, breastfeeding has, like, almost ruined my marriage. Uh, I'm doing it, and I wish I was a fucking quitter. But I'm not a quitter. You know what? Why? Yeah. I am a winner. Yeah. I am a winner. I will kamikaze every aspect of my life. I will kamikaze eight hours of my day to have a tit in a tiny baby's mouth. That makes me a better mom than a person who can't. Why? No reason. <laughs> Formula costs money. Formula feeds the economy. Formula can be made into a commercial. My tits can't be on a commercial. They censor that shit. We're prude about it. We need to feed our babies via ads, Things that can make money and uh, not tits. At the end. Wow. Fantastic. We're we're all so different, you know, with our approaches. That's true. Is there a winner? Sorry, I'm yeah. just trying to. There's no. Make, I'm just all, trying to make friends. We, we all lose. Oh, oh. We we are all losers. This is a game where we all Let's lose. Let's see what yeah. the audience wins. Shows that start at 10:15 are always better than shows that start at eight. Why would I want a full night's sleep and a full audience? Pass. <laughs> wow, wow. Dolly Parton is not a national treasure. She's a chronically wow. underwhelming disappointment. Wow. Boo. Boo. 
Listen, let's face the facts, everybody. It's been a long time since 9 to 5. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like Jolene a lot, all right? But I think there's something we can all be honest about, all right? Dolly Parton may have uh, 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 sang a, a, a relatively well-known version of uh, I Will Always Love You, all right? She wrote it. And wrote, obviously wrote it, famously. I couldn't remember if she wrote it or not. And I remember now that she did write it. But here's the thing. It's not her fucking song anymore, is it? All right? It's a Whitney Houston song. All right? That is Whitney Houston's song, all right? And that tells you something about the limits of Dolly Parton's talent. It tells you a lot, all right? And I'll just leave it there because I think, I think I've made my point. Wow. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. And we're back. Here it is, the high note. Hi, John. This is Marcy from Portland, Oregon. And my high note for the week is this. On Tuesday, in the wake of the Supreme Court leak, my favorite food truck, Jojo, maker of legendary chicken sandwiches and burgers, posted on their Instagram feed that they had set aside $1,000 in matching funds to donate to the National Network of Abortion Funds. They asked people to DM screenshots of their donations, and they invited other Portland small businesses to join in adding to the matching budget. And by Friday morning, they had raised over $32,000. It feels amazing to see a small business that I love step up like this, and it feels amazing to contribute to their efforts. I mean, (laughs) where else can you contribute to abortion rights and get unbelievably delicious chicken and JoJo's at the same time? Anyway, that's my high note. Um, If you want, check out the jojo.pdx Instagram for more info and to salivate a little bit. Hope you have a great week. Bye. Hi, love it. This is Bella calling from New Paltz, New York. I have been really looking forward to sharing this highlight with you for quite some time. And so my high note this week is that my amazing sister is graduating from law school this very weekend. She has been working and studying uh, immigration law, and that has well prepared her for next year when she will be clerking in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. I could not be more proud of her. You know, listening to Crooked Podcast has been one of the ways we've stayed connected, working and studying on opposite sides of the country over the past few years. And I'm just so grateful to all of you for bringing some levity and clarity and a sense of purpose to these trying times in our country. So thank you so much for all you do. I love it. This is Eric in Tempe, Arizona, calling with my high note. And my high note was uh, the previous weekend I was reunited with my sister and my two parents together for the first time in five years. I had not seen my sister in about five years. Um, saw her more recently, but this is the first time the four of us had been together in about that long. Um, my sister and I had some bumps in our relationship um, about five years ago, and then the pandemic happened, and that kind of slowed down any you know kind of reunion. But uh, you know, we found that in those five years, we'd all done uh, a fair amount of growing and reflection and self improvement and. There were no, like, huge, tearful reunions or hug-it-outs or anything like that, but we had a good time, and uh, it was really fun to see her spend some time with my two kids, who she also hadn't seen in about five years, and uh, really getting to rebuild that relationship and having the four of us all together again. Also, a shout-out to my wife, who is looking to uh, make some new job moves and uh, become my breadwinner and my sugar mama. So uh, thank you all so much for everything that you do, and take care. 
I love it. This is Stephanie in Boston. I always enjoy listening to the high notes, and I'm excited to finally send in one of my own. After teaching for 13 years, I finally, finally got my public service loan forgiveness, and my student loans as a teacher were completely forgiven. Um, I can't even tell you how big this is for me and my family and that it just is like a humongous weight lifted off my shoulders. Thank you for the show and thank you to everyone who submits high notes. Have a great week. Thanks, love it. Hey, love it. My name is Jen. Um, I'm from Austin, Texas. My high note for a week otherwise filled with lots of rage is that after 10 challenging, beautiful years as a middle school and high school special education teacher, Next year, I will be evolving into my true form, an elementary librarian. I somehow finished my master's with a 4.0 while teaching full-time and doing a 160-hour practicum, which I think was good practice for when I need to draw upon a deep well of strength and grit to stand up to the goons in Texas who are promoting anti-intellectualism and censorship. I was voted most likely to inspire youth rebellion by my teaching cohort, and I say it's never too young to start teaching kids how to stick it to the man and stand up for their rights. Love the show. Peace and love. Thanks to everybody who shared high notes tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 213-262-4427. That is our show. Thank you so much to Deja Concepcion, Otsko Tatska, Aaron Ryan, everybody who sent a high notes. 178 days until the midterm elections. We have to elect a pro-choice majority everywhere. Have a great weekend. Love It or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett, and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our senior producer, and Brian Semmel is our producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer, and Jocelyn Kaufman, Pullaby Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor, and Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Norm Elkonian, Milo Kim, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroote, for filming and editing video each week so you can.